on this episode of My Lash Two Brain Cells. And so for me, I would never put my name on something and sell it um, unless I was confident that it was the best of the best in the industry. And that's hard. To and do. that is very hard. I would pretty much have to quit everything. Hey, friends. Hello. Wait, how do we usually start the podcast? <laughs> we say, we say, you say, hi, I'm, I'm your host, Madison. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sorry. <laughs> I've had a day, y'all. I've had a day. I'm like, girl, where am I? And welcome to <laughs> my, my last, last two brain cells. I'm your host, Fatty Morris. And I'm <laughs> Elliot. Good, good intro. Oh we're really, I, it's good to see that we're improving over time. <laughs> <laughs> really oh my gosh i had a day y'all a day and a half a day and today yeah, i'm gonna turn this down just a tiny bit should we start it again no you're good no i think we should start it again that was bad no that was funny that was bad no we can't we're going it was bad <laughs> i'm embarrassed just there's it's too late all right, we all right, only all right, got right, one right, take all right, all right all right i'm your host buddy morris this is elliot morris and welcome to my last, last two, two brain, cells. brain cells and today i want to talk to you a little bit about product lines Having a product line, the pros of having a po product line, the possible cons of having a product line, why I don't have a product line, have never had, and have never had a product line, and, and never will have a never product will line. Never will have a product line. Um, that is a definite. That is decided. Um, I know people can change their minds all the time, but this is a core. Pretty, we're pretty sure. It is like a core value of mine. Really, <laughs> like, it's part of my brand. It's part of my personality at this point. Yeah. Um, I have a lot to say on this topic, and I get the question all the time. Um, especially now that our account has a lot more reach, we're reaching millions and millions of lash artists a month. People are always like, That's "What? Crazy. What products do you sell? Um, where can I buy your tweezers? Can I pick up glue? Um, like, what glue do you sell? Do you use? Like, it's kind of just like. Are a, you cooking glue up in the back of Lightheart Studios? Yeah. Where is the little adhesive elves in the back cooking up the glue? We keep them back there on that side of the curtain. <laughs> That's where they are. Yeah. Um, and I just want to be completely transparent with um, my experience with product lines and um, kind of how I came to the decision that it would be best for my company, you know in the future to not have a product line but why it might be for you and why it might not so this is going to be a very informative episode um if this is something that you have been pondering yeah so i have a lot of friends that have product lines yeah. and i have a lot of friends that have very successful product lines and i also have had friends that really really struggle um and it is a very steep learning curve definitely oh lines. for sure and i want to sure. just preface this by saying lash products specifically um, i'm not talking about cosmetics or makeup or anything like that lash products for eyelash extensions are all handmade everything is handmade lash extensions themselves are made out of pbt fiber which is essentially plastic it's mm -hmm. burnt and cut and rolled and if you ever watch the videos on youtube of how lash extensions are made it's crazy your mind will be absolutely blown um, and so I have a lot of respect for my friends that have product lines um, and go through all the testing, all the hand testing, all the manufacturing, the communication, because it is not for the week. It is a lot of work. Mm -hmm. So um, if you are someone that is passionate about product knowledge and uh, selling product, um, there are a lot of things that you need to be considering if this is a route that you go down. Cool. So um, I want to touch on the positives of starting a eyelash extension product line i like this last week it was me talking a lot and now i get a chill you get to you, sit back I and relax i should make a reel 
<laughs> you should respond to my DMs. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'm going to go through your DMs. <laughs> It'll stress you out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would. Do you you guys know the amount of DMs Madison gets every day? You it's, should guess. It's insane. It's Comment literally, below how many DMs you think I got. Today. It's I, I couldn't do it. Like, Madison, I have to give Madison my phone to respond to my text messages, and I get, like, five in and a day. And it's literally just, like, his and mom I get overwhelmed. and, like, one of our renters. Yeah, and I get overwhelmed. And I'm like, Madison, help me out. But she gets... I won't I, even say because you're going to guess. I love responding to my DMs. And that's one of the reasons why I don't outsource it is because um, I love it. I love, love, love DMs because my love language is words of affirmation and like solely words of affirmation. I have no so desire. You love it out. Yeah. I have no desire to spend like a lot of time with anyone or receive gifts from anyone <laughs> or get acts of service done to me. I like, hate spending time with people. I like spending time with you. Aw. Yeah. But I... Um, words of affirmation is like all i need like you could literally just tell me i'm doing a great job and that'll fuel me for a week you're good so my dms it makes me so happy when people like trust me with their questions and advice and they so tell sweet. me they like the podcast like that honestly me. when you because oh. madison always shows me those too when, yes whenever if you send says, me a dm and you say i love, I love the it. podcast oh. i immediately screenshot and text it to elliot because it makes me so happy it makes my heart skip a beat so um don't think that i'm just like thank you so much girl and i move on because my heart is like um so i want to talk about the positives of having a product line um number one is it is a recurring revenue stream yay yay Everyone. it's good on it and that's a big that's a big plus like the fact that it's that's not a small thing no that's huge that's like honestly the reason the entire industry works like once you get a customer and they like your stuff then they're like they're sticky they keep buying from you yeah that's huge and people have a lot of brand loyalty when it comes to lash extensions like if people got trained with a company you know 20 years ago chances are they're still using that company because it's what they're used to and they're scared of switching it up on their clients somebody noticing the product being off so there's a lot of comfortability between the artist and um the the product line that they're using and i've definitely fallen into that trap i mean back in the day when i was taking i took like six seven lash trainings in a couple of years and mm -hmm. i would just be married to whatever product the most recent training the most used. recent training gave me <laughs> yeah um like i i was a brand ambassador for a company like for six months and i just wasn't passionate about it at all i just was comfortable using those products because it's what came with my training yep. and they were fine um so yeah, it's a recurring revenue, which is good. If you're looking for something that can continuously bring money into your business. It means the lifetime value of each customer is very high. Like yeah. you look at our stuff and you could be like, wow, they charge a lot for their stuff. They must be making a lot per customer. We make less per customer than 90% of Lash product companies because imagine like we sell one course yeah. that you buy one time for $200, say. and But if you're buying Lash products, you're buying five trays at a time what 10 trays at a time oh that's so funny okay but let's say you're I buying buy... let's say you're buying 10 trays at a time okay but you buy 10 trays every month yeah you buy 10 trays a month from <laughs> from a brand you're buying each tray's 20 bucks yeah or what is 20 bucks reasonable for a tray? yeah 20 yeah. bucks is average yeah so you you're buying 200 dollars worth of trays every month from them 12 months a year yeah. that means you're spending 2400 dollars a month just on lashes yeah a minimum probably more I, I blow through 10 trays in a full set. <laughs> well, don't be like Madison. I blow through lashes. Oh, Madison guys. Madison is, she just throws caution to the wind. She's just like, <laughs> you see lashes flying up behind her <laughs> if you look in her room. It's just like, <laughs> it's like uh, like in the Santa Claus when yeah. he makes the toys. Yeah. <laughs> Being a lash trainer is all fun and games until you have to place product orders. And I average about what? Like 3K per order? I'd say about 3K a month. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, just on, it's a just, lot. Just on kiss. It's a lot. Just on kiss. Yeah, just on kiss. I have yeah. no idea what I spend on my own lash stuff. Yeah, probably, I don't. I don't even lot, know. Probably a lot. Maybe we should track that, but eh. it's fine. <laughs> It's fine. Um, <laughs> we're such bad in, we're such bad examples. <laughs> yeah. Um, other positives is you have control of the quality. So if you have trust issues with like buying from big brands where you you know aren't aware of like how the product is stored or manufactured or anything like that, if you have a great relationship that you've started with a manufacturer, um, and you guys have like built a relationship chances are you can have pretty good control of the product and that is a big deal because when you're working with things like lash extension adhesive very very sensitive chemicals that you're working with um you need to know exactly like how much direct sunlight it's come in contact with how long the shelf life is how long that bottle has been white labeled opened and unopened Mm -hmm. um so if you you know want if you are that kind of personality where you can be in control of the product um it might be a plus for it you might to, be, good to be in charge. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, the product landscape is ever evolving. True. You brought this up, so do you want to I talk did. about it? I did. Um, one really interesting thing about lash extensions in particular is because the industry is still fairly young uh, compared to like you know cosmetics, skincare, all that. It's there's it's still uh, changing at a very fast rate when you compare it to things like cosmetics cosmetics you'll have billion dollar brands that are just have insane marketing budgets they have same insane legal budgets like Mm -hmm. if you make anything that's slightly similar to them then they could just sue you and even if they're not going to win they can just keep throwing lawyers at you until you run out of money um and they have just tons of money to like just it's a very high barrier of entry for something like cosmetics but for lashes because it's a younger industry those giant companies haven't had a chance to get a foothold and like there are big companies in the space but they're nothing compared to the large companies in like other sectors and there's still because there's new advancements in like lash technology coming all the time like people are coming up with new glue formulations and people are coming up with new ways to manufacture lashes and new materials to make lashes out of mm-hmm. like there are things s- are advancing constantly they are they're moving like even like if you and, and it sometimes it doesn't feel like that but if you look at 90 percent of the products five years ago and compare them to the products now like half of them are going to be different they're archaic yeah. yeah no they look way different yeah and that means that there's a ton of opportunities for someone to jump in on the cutting edge because exactly because as companies get bigger it's harder for them to introduce new products and start new product lines because they're so invested in their current existing products and inventory one they don't want to cannibalize their existing market to introduce like a new style of lashes they're like oh this is the best because it's going to cannibalize their their other sales so they're very careful about like introducing new stuff which opens up the door for someone who's like okay i'm just starting out my product line I am going to talk to a bunch of different manufacturers, see like what's new that they're doing, that they're working on, that like no one else is is importing yet. Like what what are the new uh, techniques or technologies that they're using or new materials that they're using? Like yeah. I'll try them out. I'll be the guinea pig. I'll see if they're good or not. Chances are they might be terrible, but you if you try it enough, you'll find like something really good. And then maybe you find a new formula for glue that works really really well that some manufacturer is just 
trying out or you work with a manufacturer to develop a new type of glue that um, works really well for a certain application that you're really excited about. And because there aren't these huge players that have these huge contracts with these manufacturers, a lot of manufacturers are much more likely to talk to someone who's just starting out their business. Whereas if you try to do something like cosmetics, no cosmetics manufacturer is going to talk to you unless you're like, oh, I'm going to have a minimum order quantity of 500,000 units. Yeah. Like they won't even talk to you. But lashes, because it's a smaller industry, because there's so much new stuff going on, you can often talk to manufacturers and get your foot in the door with saying, you know, I'm going to buy $5,000 worth of product in my first order and they'll they'll still talk to you. Um, so that is a very, that it's a very uh, cool thing about where the uh, lash product industry is right now, yeah, I think. That is very interesting. And um, even since I started lashing, you know, seven years ago, which is not a long time, if you look at the, just the lifetime, mm -hmm. lifespan of lash extensions. Oh, yeah. Um, there are adhesives on the market that are becoming popularized in Europe that are cyanoacrylate free, latex. that are literally latex based. Like that was not that wasn't a, a thing, not a thing back no. in the day. Like every and they the crazy thing to me is that they actually work well. That's surprising. I've done sets with them. Yeah, that's so surprising. And like obviously, some people are very allergic to latex, so you can't use it on them. Yeah, but. The chances that someone is very allergic to latex and cyanoacrylate is pretty low. Yeah, it's just really interesting that they're like constantly innovating on stuff that yeah. for a long time we were like, this is the only way that it can be produced, it can yeah. be made, and can be safe. Yeah, and maybe because even like because latex adhesives are so new, like as people refine the formulas for them, who knows? Maybe they'll be better than cyanoacrylate-based adhesives five years know. from now. I don't so know. if you're starting a lash brand. Maybe look into that. Yeah. Maybe maybe that could be your thing is latex-based adhesives. If we make you a ton of money, you owe us royalties. <laughs> yeah, period, Elliot. <laughs> That's why we really started the podcast. Period. Um, and this is the part where if you're if you're if you're a lash or tweezer manufacturer and you're listening, click away. I love you guys. <laughs> I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. You're sweet, 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 honest people. But I want to talk about why I personally don't have a product line, never will, and never wanted to. Um, in the earlier days of my career, when things were really taking off for me and I was growing like crazy and my Instagram was blossoming and, um, my trainings were taking off. The number one question I got was like, where's the product line? Are you going to make a product line? Where yeah. are the layer products? And, um, it seemed like everyone was kind of pushing me into that next step. And so I flirted with the idea and I ordered like a small quantity of lashes from a manufacturer somewhere and i just remember like looking at the stack of lashes white labeled lashes that i had ordered and i was just like truthfully thinking i am not passionate about this this does not spark joy this does not spark joy for me um <coughs> I, I want to build a brand that is always aligned with my passions and what like sets my soul ablaze and just Her. thinking about product like I want to use the best of the best products in the world that'll always be the standard for like what I offer my clients and my students um, is I will always seek to use the best products that are on the market and I will seek those out um, from whichever reputable brand um, matches that and that's that's always what I've done and so for me I would never put my name on something and sell it um unless I was confident that it was the best of the best in the industry and that's hard to and do. that is very hard I would pretty much have to quit everything that's the thing that's that. that's I think the second reason that that you haven't done it is because if you're going to do something like that you would want we would want to go all in on it yeah that's what we're doing with education I'm not trying to do anything unless I'm going hard you know exactly and with 
products. I'm not trying to dip my feet in the water. Exactly. With products, like we, if we were going to do products, we aren't going to white label products because we would want to have like deep uh, say over what goes into them, how they're made, how they feel, all this stuff that you just can't do with white label products. You can find like good stuff, but you, there's very little influence that you can have over it. So any little things that you don't like, you kind of just have to deal with. Um, And so we would have to, you know, develop, we would have to go oftentimes to like places like where Vietnam, Pakistan, where Pakistan, where, wherever they're making this stuff. And we would have to go talk to the people of these factories. We would have to like go back and forth for months and months, like trying stuff. Guys, I would stuff. not, if I'm dead serious, I care about the quality of what we put out so much that if I was to have like a manufacturing company in, you know, in another mm-hmm. state making products for us, I would like learn that language. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be no, on you du- would. I'd be on Duolingo learning. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, you would. And because communication for that stuff is so important. So important. And you don't want things to be like misunderstood. And it's like there's just so much that goes into it that like we, I think. And those are hardworking people. You don't want them to be making the wrong thing. And they spend no, all this time. They spend and, like, all this time. And then you're like, oh, that doesn't work. The people in the factories oh, work hard. Yeah, if you see those videos true. of them. It's true. Like. They're very talented. They're very, they're very <laughs> Love your work. But um, But yeah, no, like that's. It's just something I think we could do a very good job making a product line, but we... It would re- require more. We would have to only make a product line. Yeah, I would not. And we and don't want to do there wouldn't be no My Last Two Brain Cells. And and you guys wouldn't have My Last Two Brain Cells, so... I know. Um, okay, so number one reason why I decided against it, um, one was passion. My passion wasn't aligned with it. But B, it's very experimental. Um making a product line is an extremely experimental process and anyone that has a product line will tell you that there is so like much room for error um with communication especially with order quantities um the The quality control uh, is so hard the quality control is extremely difficult and the upfront costs can be crazy especially if you're trying to like kind of reinvent something like if you're trying to make something creative maybe it's a tweezer that has a different shape or um you want like very unique i don't know a unique finish of lash or you, or know. you just want to put your lashes in a box that's different from the rectangular you know yeah if top. it's yeah if it's anything that's outside of the standard of what is like just the traditional products you can purchase on alibaba for it a gets cent, expensive fast it is gonna pile on like crazy um number three i hate going to the post office honestly that's true that's why we don't sell merch <laughs> actually like because we had a clothing line for lash artists and i did so well um i mean it was kind of merch kind of clothing line for lash artists. i yeah. mean it was it was more than just merch it was cute designs it i liked cool. it I, I thought mean, it was good yeah i worked with an artist overseas and but it, like it, it did not i was joy. at the post office every day it. and oh. like it did not spark joy. <laughs> no, because we were just sending off every time we got like 10 orders. We were like, okay, time to we print off the labels. Anytime I got one them. order, I'd have to run to the post yeah, office. True. And then it's like, you it know, was just so, it was a lot. I'm making a dollar. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. After gas. You after, know. after gas and the bag and in the this label economy. and this economy. And oh, they got their email wrong. And they, oh my gosh, their size is wrong. Have you seen the price of eggs? The price of, <laughs> no, the price of these eggs is crazy. Okay, so. Yeah, I hate going to the post office. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'm not even kidding, you guys. I hate that kind of monotonous stuff. I won't return things. That's she how much I hate returning things. If I buy no, something. No, she, Madison, if she gets something and it doesn't work, she'll literally just throw it away. No. I, oh, my gosh. No, I will not. I, I will give it to a friend. Like, I will give it to a friend. You've thrown away. You've thrown away stuff. 
if you can't give it to a friend guys i'm a minimalist i i hate clutter i love the feng shui um but if i order something and it's just like the wrong size or it's not for me like i'll either give it to mariah give it to a friend and if it's just like absolute garbage then garbage if it's garbage I'll put it in the garbage I, I'm, I'm not going i'm not putting it in a box with a stamp and a label and bringing it to the post office and leaving it. like i'm not doing that <laughs> i respectfully i'm not doing that so um if i had a product line and someone needed to like return something to me you would say babe don't even worry about it i would be like do the, not even worry about it refund. i would constantly take l's yeah you would you i would, would <laughs> you would just i would constantly take l's for the no sake money. of my own convenience that's true yeah that's true. um and it's not that i'm lazy it's just that like i have so many million things to do yeah. every day that i just i wouldn't want to have a product line unless i could invest my all into it yep yep yeah um so for us my passion lied in education like it's always mm -hmm. been in educating um all beauty professionals at this point mm -hmm. outside of even lash artists at every stage of their career so um for me that is something that i would like to put i would like to be my life's work and so products would be a distraction from that yeah um i wanted to talk about strengthening our brand oh yeah I think I think this is a um, not small point, um, and I it's think it's a big point. I think it's that would be not small. <laughs> Guys, drop a heart in the comments if you're <laughs> if you're like Elliot bullies Maddie. I do. I bully you. Team too Elliot much. or Team Maddie? Team Elliot comments. or Team Maddie? It's everyone's gonna be Team Maddie. Who's gonna be Team Elliot? He always bullies me. <laughs> I'm just saying it is a really big point. Like, no, it is to strengthen our brand. So I think our trainings are better and the advice that you give is better and also more believable because people know that you yeah. are only trying to educate and you are not trying to educate in order to get people to buy products. I got nothing to sell y'all. We got nothing to sell no, except for knowledge knowledge in your brain and a lot of the trainings that people attend um the purpose of, of the brand's training is to sell products like it's a Absolutely. funnel to purchase products for a lifetime yeah we mentioned this in the last episode but that's yeah. why they're cheaper Exa that's why product product brands that have trainings those trainings will generally be a lot cheaper than independent training because the education isn't the product the, the products are nah you're the product okay <laughs> <laughs> and that's not like a nefarious thing. It's just like, that's just how business works. Like if they yeah. can get you yeah, in 100%. Um, and have you, I don't blame them for it. I'm like, that's a, it's a genius. Marketing no, it's not strategy. a bad thing at all. I'm it's just great. saying, yeah, no, I've worked for big brands. Like if that's you um, can teach an amazing training with a lot of product knowledge and you get them to trust and love the products in person, they'll use them forever. So that's why a lot of brands teach trainings and that's like the purpose of their training. But the purpose of my trainings aren't to sell you anything. I give you a kit of products that will work for you. We don't care what products you use. I personally do not care what products you use, but I can teach you what the products that you do use do. I can mm -hmm. tell you from mm -hmm. every single brand that you're using, what like chemicals are in every product yep. you use, how you can use your tweezers, what lashes work, you know, differently. And we can give you an honest pros and cons of the brands because yeah. we're not one of them. Without there being any alternative. If we were one, one of the brands, we would say, well, these ones are great. Ours is fantastic, though. <laughs> but ours, obviously. Ah. But since we're not, we can just be like, this one's good at this. This one's good at this. Yeah. And so we'll tell you what, what brands that Madison uses because those are the ones that work for her. And then you know she's being honest because yeah. it's like, what's in it for her? Nothing. That's, that's what I love about my trainings is like it, people really can focus on the education because there's just not an emphasis yep. on stuff, on yeah. the stuff that they're using. Yeah. And I think that is important for people to keep in mind when they are taking trainings with brands is like make sure that like 
you are focusing on like getting the education out of it yeah. and that you're not just going there to pay them to advertise to you. Well, it's kind of like when you go see a makeup artist. Like I've gotten and seen oh, makeup yeah. artists before yeah. and they try to sell me stuff the entire time. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, like if the, you like, go to Mac, they'll just tell you that oh, you yeah. can only get your makeup done at Mac and these are the products you have to use. Yeah. But if you go to like an independent makeup artist, they'll use 25 different brands on you. And they'll be like, well, this foundation And they is can really educate good. you on why things work differently for your skin type rather than yeah. just one cookie cutter brand. <laughs> And I think to close this off, I think it really gets down to following, follow your arrow and like really sit down with yourself when you're presented these kind of opportunities. Like when the first tweezer manufacturer reaches out to you, they'll say, hello, dear. Are you interested in trying our tweezers? Which they will. Which if they, they haven't will, already. Babes, they will. They are relentless. They are relentless. <laughs> the tweezer manufacturers, <laughs> the tweezer manufacturers gas Madison up more than I do. No, literally. Every single post she has, they're like gorgeous, babe, so beautiful. You are so beautiful, dear. You are, you are amazing, You are a goddess. Yes. And if you are a bigger lash artist on Instagram, you can back me up. The tweezer manufacturers go so they, hard. They do. They want your business oh, they want so you. badly. Um, and I'm always very sweet to them. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Don't be mean to tweezer manufacturers, no. you guys. Because, listen, these people are just doing their job. They're, They're just, just trying to job. sell eyelashes. Uh, okay. Yeah, so don't be mean. Don't be mean to be tweezer nice, manufacturers. But, but they, say no. But boy, say no but boy, oh, boy, are y'all funny. They are funny. They <laughs> are funny. It'll be like three in the morning and my phone will be like... And Ellie's like, who's texting? No, she'll get 20 texts in a row. And these guys are so bad. They will say, like, if her phone's on, do not disturb. They'll say, notify anyway. <laughs> and it's like, bro. And they're like, hello, dear. Do you want to try our lashes? And I'm like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So, Calm down. Yeah. Love the tweezer manufacturers. Um, and it's really been an interesting ride, like, being in this industry and being so uh, just inundated with constant product and constant innovation and constant brands reaching out. And it, it kind of feels like a little overwhelming at times and it can feel attractive to want to have your own brand. But sure. if that is something that is attractive to you, I would really do your research and look into all the things we talked about. Yep. Um, and I think we gave a very good pros and cons. Like if it's equal, you, it's really equal. Yeah. If you listen to this and to the me, pros no... were like, Oh, that's incredible. And the cons you're like, you know, I don't really care about that stuff. Do it. I, I'll deal with that. Do then it. it's for you. If you, you listen to that and the cons seem like the worst thing in the world and you're like, <laughs> I would be so, I would hate every day of my life, yeah. then don't do I'm it. Truly do something else. Yeah, I'm truly of the opinion there is something for everyone and there is there is magic to be found for everyone. That's very cute. Live, laugh, love. I, Thank and you for listening. <laughs> I also, I don't want to like toot our horns own horns too much but i think that one good thing that we are doing is we are showing that there are other very viable ways to make money in this industry other than having a product line. that's true and yeah. i think that is a good aspect of our brand is like yeah. you don't have to open a spa or have products in order to make money in this industry which were like the two main ways that people would like expand after being an independent lash artist. Mm -hmm. Either they would start hiring people or they would do products. And when you were starting out and looking at it, those were the only two things that we thought of, yeah. right? You yeah. were looking at that space in Alaska and you're like, okay, maybe I'll like start a place, I'll hire some girls, but then you're like, I hate everything about that. I hate the idea of that. Mm -hmm. And then you were like, okay, well maybe I'll start a product line because that's what everyone talks about. And then we looked into that and we're like, okay, that also sounds terrible. So like, the education stuff is kind of a result of the fact that you, we didn't want to do the two main things that people do after they're like doing fairly well at being independent. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, I've never even slapped my name on a on a lash cleanser. Nah, nah. 
and that's like bringing you just the easiest thing to <laughs> do oh, yeah people just are out here mixing baby shampoo and water in a little spray bottle and yeah. they're like and they're like britney's lash boutique. britney's lash cleanser <laughs> if your name's britney and you've done that it's all no, good babe it's all good it's all good it's all good that's but, okay but yeah um <laughs> so thank you so much for listening you guys thank you so much i like this was a little little shorty episode yeah a little it's cute short like you okay well um we'll talk to you guys next time love you so much love you so much and also also i know that madison and i make fun of each other sometimes but don't worry everything our home life is good yeah mommy and daddy still love each (laughs) other mommy and daddy still love each other (laughs) everything is good don't worry one christmas one christmas um love you so much smooches smooches (laughs)